0: Lomachenko versus Lopez media Zoom calls uh, here. Um, I don't think I need to go into details anymore. It, it is 8, November seventeenth, live on ESPN and ESPN Deportes, ten p.m. Eastern, seven p.m. Pacific. All the light, all the lightweight belts on the line. Uh, WBC, w, WBC franchise, WBA, WBO. Lo, uh, Tafima Lopez is IBF, and also Lomachenko is the Ring Magazine champion. Uh, one quick programming note, earlier this morning, we were proud to announce that Fight, uh, Fight TV will be the official distri- distributor of Lomachenko-Lopez um, in the United Kingdom. Air Sport will televise the event live in Ireland. Uh, Fight, the Fight TV uh, app, uh, you can order that for £9.99p. So we've got great partners in the UK and Ireland who are now signed on uh, to, to to provide the great boxing fans in those nations um, access to the fight. Uh, so before we begin uh, with Lomachenko and your questions, um, we're going to keep it to one question per person because we have limited time here today and we want to get to as many people as possible. But before but before we get to the questions, I want to kick it, off, kick it off to our CEO and chairman of Top Rank, Mr. Bob Arum. Bob, opening comments when you're ready, sir. Bob. All right, well, we'll get to Bob in a moment. Uh, joining us from Camarillo, California, in his training camp is the champ, Vasily Lomachenko, and his manager, the multiple time BWAA Manager of the Year, Mr. Agus Clemas, who will also be providing. Uh, translation when needed and will be available uh, to questions from the media as well. Uh, Vasily, welcome today. And uh, can you talk to everybody in attendance today about uh,
1: preparation and how you're feeling one week before fight week? I feel great. Preparation was very good. We're ready on 100 percent. And we can can wait October 17. And, Bob, uh, if you were there, please – please Go
0: Please go ahead. You are, uh, you are unmuted, sir.
2: Okay. Well, I'm really looking forward to this fight as is every boxing fan. Uh, I watched, uh, last week, uh, uh Loma, uh, trained for the fight. Believe me, he is 150% uh, ready for this fight. Uh, we, you, we talked with, uh, Teofimo yesterday, uh, And he is confident and looks in great shape. Uh, This should be a tremendous battle. And uh, uh, all I can say is uh, this has all the ingredients of a major, major event. I want to thank ESPN uh, for giving us the wherewithal uh, to do this event on free television uh, in these very difficult times, I think it would be unseemly uh, to uh, try to do an event like this on pay-per-view when so many people uh, are uh, really in harm's way and are out of work. Thank you, Bob, and as
0: yesterday, uh, anybody wants to ask Bob, Lomo, or Agus a question, please use the raise hand mechanism on Zoom or privately message me in the chat and if you can't figure that out uh, do what some of you did yesterday and you can just text me directly um, to ask a question so I'm going to wait a few seconds while we get some hands raised um, over in the chat queue and we and let's okay let's start out with uh, Miguel Maravilla you are being asked to unmute so please unmute and ask a question when ready
2: sir Hi, Bob. How's it going? First of all, how's this fight going to compare to some of your classic fights that you've promoted in the past? Are you anticipating this to to be an all-time classic? Well, it certainly has the ingredients. But, of course, like everything else, it will depend on how the fight unfolds uh, uh, on uh, October 17th. Uh, but certainly it has the ingredients to be a real classic. But again, one never knows. Look what happened on Saturday. Uh, Two guys, good fighters, relatively unheralded, and they gave a fight uh, for the ages, uh, Baranchek and uh, Zepeda. Uh, So I hope this will be a great fight, uh, and we'll see on October 17th. Thank you, Miguel.
0: And now we move over to Keith Ideck from Boxing Scene. Please go ahead when ready, sir.
2: Uh, my question is for, for Vasily. Vasily, yesterday Teofimo Lopez
1: said that um, he's underestimated as a boxer, uh, that he's not just a
2: puncher. I was just wondering if you could tell us what you think of his boxing ability and his boxing IQ. Yesterday Tiafimo said that he's is trained a boxer. I wanted to say. Uh, in
3: so
1: we we can check it uh, at uh, October <coughs> 17. Uh, he has a good punch. He has a very good speed. He has IQ. Uh, he is young. He is hungry. But uh, we'll see. We always uh, we always can compare um, our level in the ring, our boxing skill. Only then we fight uh, with. Uh, top fighters
0: thank you very much keith and next week we go to our first question over from the from the uk or again it'll be available on fight uh d on the dtc platform uh umar ahmed please go ahead when ready sir
2: I hope you're all doing well um of course in the build-up we've heard a lot of trash talk from tfema and his father it seems like there's a, a personal element
3: uh, for them when they fight you. Is there any personal feeling towards TFEMA as you go into this fight?
1: Absolutely not. I have a goal, I have a dream and he get uh, and he hold a belt, IBF title and uh, I need this belt and Saturday, Saturday, October 17 I will try uh take take this
3: belt
0: thank you very much umar uh next we go over to, from espn.com uh cameron wolf cameron please fire away when ready sir yeah this is for for bob first and maybe t- maybe vasily can jump in as well um obviously vasily has been one of the best pound for pound boxers you know for for years now what is a win uh on october 17th mean for him and maybe his legacy
2: well, this is a big fight for Paloma, um, uh, and uh, uh, he will go down in history as the greatest amateur fighter in the world, uh, with a, a meteor- uh, uh professional uh, record. Uh, we've matched him with the best fighters that we can find. He's always come through. Uh, and obviously this fight will continue uh, his legacy should he be successful. And uh, same question for Vasily. Okay. I, I
1: always, when I came in uh, professional boxing, I always want uh, wanted fight uh, only with the top fighters, with the world champions. Uh, and now uh, I have I have a top fighter uh, in front of me, and uh, I want I want only uh, to improve who I am and to improve uh, my uh, legacy.
0: Thank you very much, Vasily, and thank you, Cameron. Uh, next, we go again across the pond from uh, the Athletics, Sarah Shepard. Um, Sarah, please go ahead when ready.
2: Thanks, guys. Uh, this is a question to whoever's best place to answer it, really. Um, so we've, we've obviously heard there's no rematch clause in the contract, and I wondered why that was and whose decision ultimately that was to have no rematch clause in there. Let, let me uh, – Uh, answer that. I don't believe in rematch clauses. Rematch clauses are a, in essence, uh, overused, thanks to our friend Eddie Hearn. He puts a rematch clause in every contract. uh, And uh, that may indicate that he is not confident in how his fighter will perform. As far as I'm concerned, Let them fight. They'll be a winner. They'll be a loser. And if down the road they want a rematch, that's up to them. But I'm not requiring, and I don't like to require, a rematch in any contract that I do.
1: Thanks,
0: Bob. All right. Next, we go over to Marquise Johns. Marquise, please go ahead when ready. Thank you, Evan. Uh, Question just for uh, a on, on this one actually uh, just uh, after this unification bout at 135 uh, did you have any plans on actually staying at 135 or were you had the ideas of moving down afterwards
1: it's, it depends uh, what happened after this fight uh, it depends what we can organize uh, I can fight, fight uh, 130 and 135 for me it doesn't matter what better choice will be I, I choose. I choose. I choose uh, best choice uh, for me. All right. Thank you very much
0: for that, Um, Carlos Toro. uh, Please go ahead when ready, sir.
1: Thanks so much for taking time to to talk to us. You know, Bob, I remember a couple of weeks ago on the Josh Taylor Jose Ramirez media call, you were talking about potentially having some type of protocol with that would maybe allow fans to enter events starting maybe in december and then obviously in this one you're gonna having first responders not necessarily paying fans for lomachenko versus lopez is this event sort of maybe a trial run for that protocol that you've been working with the state of nevada or is this just a one-time thing as you sort of try to keep working on making a protocol to get paying fans
3: into events
2: that is absolutely correct this is a trial run uh, to see how this works with the protocol and so forth. Uh, the 250 people who will be watching the event other than the usual people that we've had in the bubble uh, will uh, uh, follow. have to follow the protocols. Uh, we want to make sure that uh, they're safe and uh, that will, I believe, lead to Uh, paying fans in the future on a limited basis. We're working very, very uh, closely uh, with the Athletic Commission and with the Governor's office. Uh, Governor Sisolak has done a tremendous job uh, keeping this coronavirus under control and we're going to be very safe and cautious, but you're absolutely right. We hope this will lead uh, to uh, events where we can have uh, paying spectators uh, safe distance and uh, a limited basis. For example, if we go into the Allegiant Stadium uh, in Las Vegas, which seats 65,000 in the stands, another 10,000 on the turf. Uh, probably hope to maybe put 15,000 people at most in. Uh, So again, we're all working very, very hard. We worked really hard to get the bubble going. Uh, Everybody cooperated. The state uh, was fantastic. The athletic commission. uh, And now we're moving on to the next step because who the hell knows when this coronavirus scare will be over, uh, when, when we will get a safe uh, and working uh, vaccine. Uh, so we have to uh, really make these one step at a time. Uh, the 250 people were making some seats available uh, to the fighters, uh, families, and uh, loved ones. Uh, and uh, the rest will go to uh, first responders uh, to whom we all owe a tremendous debt of gratitude.
0: Thank you very much, Carlos. And next we go to uh, a man with a different background today. Uh, I shamed him into changing the Yankee background. Sean help. please go ahead. Uh, hey, Vasil. Thanks a lot, Champ, for uh, giving us some time. Um, you know, you said in episode one of Blood, Sweat, and Tears... Uh, we have a little bit different rules in our country. You can't just talk. If he were in my country, he'd learn pretty quickly that he can't run his mouth like that. Uh, what exactly would he learn in your country for saying the things he said that you feel he hasn't learned here? Or or what is it that's different in that aspect from here to the Ukraine?
1: более подробнее объяснить что ты что ты этим хотел сказать. Там э, я хотел сказать, No, thank you. And they I just translate, and translate. Я я имел в виду, что у нас в стране как бы, не так не так жестко с правилами и не так жестко с законами, как в Америке. Поэтому, если ты там что-то говоришь тебя тебя вправе просто напросто э, если ты обидел кого-то оскорбил кого-то если ты сказал какую-то обидную вещь тебя просто напросто могут ударить и никто тебя не будет спрашивать тебе сразу э, дадут э, ответ на твоё действие здесь же ты не можешь этого сделать потому что сразу же тебя заберут в полицию ты нарушил закон
2: uh, back home we don't have pardon, uh, back home we don't have such a strict law rules here in the states there is a very strict uh, law rules so back home if if you insult somebody and you said something which is insult or, or or your friends or something so uh you can get hit and you can get in a fist fight right on the street and nothing gonna happen if you you know if you beat somebody and you just walk away here in the states the completely different uh law And that's why it's, that's what I was trying to to mean it because back home, people not running mouth like this because they know they will have to answer it somehow. Thanks, Tim.
1: No no problem.
2: Thank you, thank you for
0: that. Um, Next, we go back to the UK, uh, to Gareth A. Davies. Gareth, please unmute and ask your question when ready, sir.
3: Good evening, London calling, as you know. Um, good, good evening to the great Bob Arum and Vassal, who's grinning at me. Um, uh, the last time I saw Vassal, I think I threw a kick at his head and then he was going to kill me. Um, anyway, my question, first of all, I've won for Bob and one for Vassal, is, Bob, this is probably the most significant contest globally that we have seen since the pandemic lockdown. How are you able to fiscally, to financially underwrite this fight, this literally this undisputed fighter lightweight? Well, you're right,
2: and it's very expensive, and the fighters have to get paid because it's such a major fight. We couldn't have done it without ESPN. ESPN uh, uh, really are supporters of the sport, And that don't just use the sport, they support it. And they are giving us the wherewithal to put this event on. Unlike what happens in the UK, where you have one outfit like Sky Sports, which just money grabs and puts everything on pay-per-view. But I see even in the UK, uh, where BT Sports has stepped up to the plate and uh, they are giving their subscribers without extra money uh, with uh, Bois and uh, uh, Joyce, which is an excellent heavyweight fight. Any fight that Eddie Hearn does, uh, whether it's a major fight or a minor fight, uh, they put on pay-per-view because sky sports is apparently only interested in a money grab soak
3: the boxing fans for whatever they can bob just just finally on that little bit um it it is the most significant fight so far that we've seen during pandemic lockdown do we need to start putting these contests together because we don't know when crowds are truly going to return
2: you're absolutely right look what we've we've done Uh, it's not on the same level but on friday A great featherweight championship fight with Navarrete against Villa, uh, 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 who's uh, undefeated featherweight. That's a really good quality fight, and that'll be on ESPN. Uh, And then later on uh, in November, we have uh, Terrence Crawford against Kell Brook. Uh, which is a very expensive fight and that'll be on the linear platform of ESPN. Uh, and in December, we have a marvelous, uh, junior lightweight championship, uh, and Valdez and that'll be on, uh, ESPN, uh, without, uh, soaking people, uh, these networks have to understand how people are hurting, how many people in this country and in the UK are out of work because of this pandemic. Mm-hmm. And you can't really, its I think it's really immoral to, to re- require people to spend money watching their favorite sport Uh, Every week, every other week, what Sky Sports is doing in the U.K. is an absolute disgrace. I don't care if they never buy a fight from me. What they're doing now is a disgrace. Well, thank you, Bob, and thank you,
0: Gareth, for for that. Um, Next we go go to uh, Ben Baby from ESPN. Ben, go ahead, sir.
1: All right, well to follow that up, um Loma, you know, do you feel like, you know, you you didn't the Luke Campbell fight wasn't a stoppage in the last one, but either way you have been on a pretty good tear here recently.
0: I mean, do you feel like this fight is a way for you to cement yourself as the most dominant guy in the sport
3: uh pound for pound?
2: боях,
1: I don't know. I can compare after this fight, and I can answer on this question. But uh, we'll see. I know he's a top fighter. He's a good fighter. He's. It's a. Uh, it's a. It will be not easy for me, but uh, we'll see.
0: Thank you very much. We just a heads up. We got only got a couple more questions left because Loma's got to get out of here around the top of the hour. Um, and just a just a reminder. Um, this will be available um, on our top-ranked youtube channel after it's done so any all content providers out there feel free to take content from this presser um, and share to your uh viewers and listeners as well we have no issue uh we have no issue with that so a couple more questions we go to adriana jimenez uh you should be uh, i've asked you to unmute so please unmute and ask your question obviously hope you're doing well looking forward Uh, to the fight Um, I'm curious to see um, your thoughts and your your reaction when you hear when Teofimo Lopez so confidently says that he's he feels like he'll win, but not just a regular win, but he's able to knock you out. I'm curious to see what your thoughts are when you hear that, and how do you visualize yourself winning that night?
1: Uh that you slash I heard. I heard. I heard. I heard I, I heard this a lot of time from uh Lara Boxer. But it's not it's not mean. Then you come in the ring, you you forgot you forgot about your words and you forgot about your what you promised. Uh you tried you just try boxing and you just try uh, fighting. So for me, it's just a trash talk. For me, it's just just words. We'll see what happens in the ring.
0: Thank you very much, Adriana, and. Uh...